0: Where we have the freedom to think about life without judgment. We take a look at society, we examine it, and we allow for the possibility of something new, something different. And now, here's your host, Alan Ritter.
1: Welcome, everyone, to this second show in February 2019. Another wonderful Sunday night at 9 p.m., and another episode of An Emerging Forest. And you might notice that if uh, I do apologize ahead of time if I have. Uh, a little bit of a scratchy throat or uh, need to uh, take a break or something. Uh, I'm fighting a little bit of a cold, but that will pass. And make me better for having had it. A um, little story about the, uh, some realizations that have gone along with the cold is actually to look at myself and say um, that I'm responsible for my actions, and I'm responsible for what I put in my body. And it's kind of uh, a gut check, kind of a, uh, an embarrassing moment to say, well, gee, I, I sell produce, and I have access to all this wonderful produce, and wonderful raw produce in particular, and that I'm not using it that much. And um, having this uh, sickness has really gotten me um to uh, open my eyes again, of course I have been raw vegan in the past and um reap benefits and uh put down my glasses and things like that after a year of um exercise of my eyes um, but uh it's really uh it's really a life choice and I had a. Uh, I actually had a dream this morning, and in the dream, my my who I am usually moves uh, around. Usually, is uh, not one frame of reference. Usually, changes from one person to the other, or one person to another. And I started out as a. Um, as sort of like a man of the desert or a man of the wild, and for some reason I had a, a disease I couldn't cure, and came I I put down my uh, quote <coughs> pardon me quote unquote um, habit or outfit of being in the wild, and humbled myself, um, and uh, just wanted Came into the uh, civilized hospital, and they hooked me up to their machines, and I was like lying in a hot uh, a hallway, getting ready for um, specialists. And at that point, my my frame of reference sort of shifts, and I'm I'm another individual and I don't know why this individual has more of a free roam of the the building. I don't even know who this individual is. He seems to be someone who's both incredibly powerful and incredibly unnoticed. And he's sort of walking through the um the the ward in the hospital and he's seeing these people and he sits down he sees this, this gentleman, um that I'm talking about who I was just um, inside of. I just had that perspective and he takes note of this person and sits down, sort of scans him with his eyes and says, oh, okay, this is the problem. But then he sort of looks at the the issue more deeply and says, um, how many hours from now will the specialist see this person and, will that specialist actually be able to do anything about it? But, okay, in my wisdom, in in that person's wisdom, what is the issue and what can be done? And that person had a, a level of understanding, basically saying, oh, this is what needs to be done. And it's possibly not something that's going to be able to be dealt with By the hospital, so that person is sort of uh, making a making a judgment and and thinking about this person, and then the dream sort of I sort of moved beyond that focus and I sort of woke up halfway, and I was sort of halfway into the dream and halfway out of the dream. And the voice the voice basically was behind me and it was basically and the voice basically said Alan this dream is not about that individual and it's not about It's, it's about choices it's about your choices and it's about your understanding of the situation and you know enough to negotiate the situation but you need to rely on yourself and you're your own choice maker and that was a really powerful uh, galvanizing dream because I had started juicing and eating more raw about three or four days ago and it was really Uh, really abrupt and really I was waking up at quarter to eight this morning and literally having this half-waking dream, vision. Basically, you are exactly what you do and you can see what needs to be done. So it's just a matter of doing it. And that is the hardest thing to actually do it because you're transformed as a result of changing your habits. You're not who you were when you didn't do something. You are you, who you, you are when you do do something. So I just thought I would pass along that um, experience that I had and It's a, um, with me is, I mean, it's an experience that I had, and it's a, it's a very powerful experience. Tonight, the main topic, or another topic that I like to talk about, is the, the, what happens as a result of. Having an idea, having a vision that you can, um, you see a vision in an instant and you write down a, uh, a set of events that will take place, you know, first I'll do this and then this will happen and this will happen and this will naturally happen as a result. And what my experience, what my recent experience has shown me is that it's really unnerving to not give yourself credit even when you don't see a shift. So my idea for what I proposed in the title of the show um roots from the mind forming a network um into the minds of other people and forming a cohesive uh, network of application of an idea is something i mean those those networks those um The network of the idea, and then the network as it uh, begins to bloom, is something that I'd like to talk. About. <laughs> Pardon me. Something I'd like to talk about tonight. So, as always, I'm going to talk about it from the perspective of a, um, a story. And the story is um sort of my life and certain things that I've done in my life. But it but the overall gross story of how actions take place and what they do and how things work is I believe universal. So, I'd like to start um, by saying, a few years ago, after studying society for a number of years, um, I came to the realization that governments don't create fertility. They destroy fertility because governments are anti-nature because they create rules that nature doesn't have any rules. Nature just does. Nature is an exploration of uh, the non-existence of rules. Nature is an experience, an experience of all facets, of all actions. Nature doesn't have any taboos. Nature just works in a certain way. Nature works in all ways, actually. Nature is psychology. Nature is a free psychology. So I looked at that and I said, okay, governments are not going to do this. And I know certain other people are working in the area, but I don't see anything happening. So here's my idea. Very simply, my idea was to create a produce club and to get people together and have them be able to have access to larger amounts of organic produce because it's more cost-effective from the regional market than it is from their standard grocery store. And so that's the first level of the idea. And then I thought, okay, as this network grows, I'm going to gain enough people so that we have enough demand in our network to begin contracting, begin buying directly from farms. We've been buying from farms, of course, beginning contracting and buying from local farms, and then growing to a point where we can actually contract with the farmers that we like, whose products that we like and products that we want to encourage, and actually have acreage with And the next level of that would actually be to own farms. At the same time that we're growing this um, produce-centric uh, concept, we also have to be aware that the governments are not going to change. Governments are going to Continue to be governments and they destroy nature. And so there would have to be a sort of the beginning of a political structure within, you know, for those who are interested in, within this um, produce-centric uh, business or network. Probably a, a, a network is, is more, uh, a more apt description. And that would grow, and basically the idea behind that would be to gain enough land or land control using that land and gaining uh, political um, capability to counteract government. So what do I mean? I mean, I'm not uh, pointing to become a party, uh, to become a, a political action committee to become someone who votes in a certain way for certain candidates. I don't believe in government. I believe government is destructive to nature. So we have to find another way of doing business besides (laughs) one that includes government. And I don't know that way um, yet. But that was my vision in general. And so I set out uh, in the Collinswood, New Jersey area uh, three years ago in March of 2016 to build a produce club. I had been doing wholesaling since December of 2010, but I had been moved around by life events, and so I started with a, a cohesive um, sort of thrust. Here I am. I'm in Collingswood, New Jersey. I'm literally seven minutes from the market. Let's see what I can do. So I began to distribute produce, and I still distribute produce today. I was selling produce to two families today. And I had to give up My, my thoughts, my um, gelling, or my network. Um, so, the first, so the first stage is usually something that you, um, you achieve. Then you have to give yourself, so that was the idea. So I basically summarized the idea. And the idea is something that you see in an instant but it is not something that you arrived at in an instant. You arrived at it by a huge amount of study, or I arrived at it by a huge amount of study, but I didn't appreciate how many years it actually took me to understand the idea that I was proposing. I thought, oh, you know, I just saw that all in a finger snap, but it was a long process to get to the point where I could see that idea. And then, so in one sense, you can see it in an instant, and then it becomes drudgery of actually making it happen. But if you see the arrival, the study time, that it took to get to be able to have that idea, And maybe it's not just one lifetime. Maybe it's many lifetimes to actually get to an epiphany where you have enough self-confidence and an idea to be able to act powerful. The power is not in the idea because many people have ideas. The power is in action. Saying, well, I have this idea. Sure, many people have ideas. But do they actually implement them? No, they don't. So the next stage is implementation. And the stage under implementation is saying, oh, I think this is going to just take off and go crazy. And what happens, of course, is very slow results. And people who uh, were actually receiving service were overjoyed, but the number of people coming for service was was low. And when that happens naturally you have frustration but that's balanced by persistence and so I'd like to take an aside here about what's really going on when you've communicated this idea to people that you, that you may not give yourself credit for and that you should give yourself credit for because just telling people what you do and them knowing that you're doing it week after week, even though they might not be your customer, they know that there's something going on out there, and they also they also walk around with that idea in their in their mind more so. The people who actually are your customers every week walk around with that idea in their mind. And this may um, have traction with you or not have traction with you, but I believe it. Um, people have a huge spore cloud that they walk around with, and those spore clouds talk to people. People also speak to people with their eyes. A beam of energy that comes from their eyes, comes from their chakra. So they have a field. They have a field, a fungal field. They have an energy field. We communicate with each other in many different ways. So my idea naturally goes in, in, in one pulse to people who are my customers. But another pulse strength to people who just know about my idea. So, what I don't see is I don't see this communication. I don't see the waves of this information getting out there. And I don't see the confidence being built in certain people to the point where they're going to start being customers or they're just going to have interest. And they're going to have interests um, that they don't understand saying, I need to do this for myself or I need to find out more information. And that's a similar um, lightning strike. Moment to the idea, so there was the precursors to the idea, and the idea comes in a finger snap. And literally, I wrote down the idea on the on the one or two pieces of uh, one or two pages uh, in uh, in a word processor, very very succinctly. Here's the way it's going to flow. And then there's a certain a number of, there's a certain amount of years or a certain amount of time of implementation. And all of a sudden, there's an instant shift. Well, what it looks like is an instant shift, but what I'm communicating to you is that it takes time and it takes percolation and it takes confidence building in all the individuals that are then going to act and open the next shift. So the next shift is particular one particular person buying from me directly for five six weeks in a row, and her getting interested to the point where she wanted to start a club of her own. In the city that's, I mean, north of me. I'm in Collingswood, New Jersey. She's in Levittown, so she's a half an hour north of me. That's, I have more than enough clients in my area. I don't, I don't need more clients. I, I have a very dense population in my area. No problem. I, I don't even mind if people are in my area and want to start a produce club. Have had it. I just want more produce clubs. I want more people eating more produce. But, coincidentally, but not coincidentally, Aaron's, one of Aaron's health advisors, Reclaimers of Health, published a note on Facebook and Instagram talking about wholesale produce because uh, Reclaimers of Health is in the business of helping people um Regain their health using, uh, for the most part, medical, media or medium protocols. they may not might not be totally correct in what all she uses, but that's one of the protocols that she uses. And as soon as she published that, other folks in the area, albeit they're down in Middletown, Delaware, um, asked me how they can wholesale. And so I connected with someone who I'd served in the past, but who was quote-unquote too far away, who was local to Middletown, Delaware, actually being over in the Elton Rising Sun area of Maryland, to sort of bring them together. So now I have two... um, budding, uh, distant, dist, uh, uh, folks coming from distance to pick up produce. And they're doing that every week. So there's a town and a Middletown, Delaware, Rising Sun, Elkton, Maryland area, um, two groups. And this is coincident. At the same time, something else happened. Reclaimers of Health basically said, hey, I I had such a um, response to the idea of wholesaling, Alan, why don't you write an article on wholesaling? So I wrote an article on wholesaling, and people started to contact me from various regions. And I will pick that up. Pick that part of the story up after the break. And I'd like to play one of my favorite songs Dave the Bard, Green and Gray. See you in a few minutes.
0: Blacking,
2: walking into a wooden glade Following the sounds of pipes On this beautiful spring day High from the music that they made But what beheld him Within that place A look of recognition to the... Then the grove lay empty, the priest told no more. The blossom lay upon the thorn and the piper's tune was done. And in the sunlit forest the animals they found as the piper laid his goddess down. For I'm no devil, I'm far. International Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tawatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask-A-Witch and Storytime with Rook as well. www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too, International Pagan Radio. All pagan, all the time.
0: Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. We hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now... Back to Alan.
1: Thank you for being back after the break. Thank you for (coughs) listening and putting up with my scratchy voice and my coughs, etc. in this episode. Just a moment. And we were talking about, or I was talking about. Because there's no we tonight. It's just me, me and you. We were talking about uh, starting, sending the, uh, having, writing the wholesale block for reclaimers of health. And as a result of that, uh, establishing contacts with other people in different areas. And prior to that. Uh, having established a network of folks shopping from the same uh, location that I was shopping from. Except now, instead of it being uh, one uh, produce club in the uh, Collinswood, New Jersey area, and of course my customers reach all the way to the deep south of New Jersey and uh, various other locations, so I'm not just... Totally centric in Collinswood. I have customers in Cherry Hill and various other places, Wood, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But now there are not just people shopping for me coming from other areas, but separate independent produce clubs, one in Levittown and one in Middletown, Delaware. Uh, up in Rising Sun area. But then there was this wholesaling, hey, you know, 10 steps to wholesale. And, oh, by the way, Alan Ritter is willing to consult with you, or a fee, of course, small fee, about how to do this in your area, not the Philadelphia area, your area, wherever your area is. Contact them. So I had someone immediately contact me, uh, Fairfax, Virginia, and uh, we talked. And I did some research and made some suggestions. And she made some suggestions, and we stepped through the process. And she said, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a trip to the wholesaler," and I hadn't heard from her, and all of a sudden. There was uh, a flurry of messages uh, by email, "Hey, I went um, and then a, a picture came by email of the back of her SUV and then there was a uh, a set of pictures and and um, thank yous and gratitude on. Instagram under mama underscore rising. And that happened in the later days of just this last week. And she is not my only consult. There's a consult in in addition in uh, the Warrington slash Noakesville area of Virginia, which is still in Virginia but there's a consult in Cleveland, Ohio. And just as I was preparing for the show tonight, uh, there's a consult, um, pre-discussion consult, in the Valparaiso, Indiana area, and one also in Washington State. So... This, what does this mean? This means that the idea is out there, that the idea is appealing, that the, the roots are getting out there. The, the other minds are understanding that there is this concept, but not just understanding that there's this concept. They're actually getting to the point of acting and that's when, the, that's when the real power happens, the actual going to the uh, store in this case, but the action, the change of behavior from this, let's go to the grocery store, go to the grocery store, go to the grocery store, because we have to, because there's no alternative, but actually finding out that there is an alternative, that there, this is the first alternative. And I talked earlier in the show about farms, about owning farms. Those are um, building alternatives. Those are different alternatives. But what can you do today to change this facet of your life? So what I would like to spend... Now I believe what I've done is I've communicated to you the story. And... I believe along the way of communicating to you the story, I've communicated to you certain um, structures uh, that are in my story, that are also in your story. And a, a very powerful analogy, and when I used in the image for the show, is... Roots of a tree. And when you have an idea and you just have the idea and you keep it to yourself and you don't broadcast, it, or maybe you broadcast it by um, unconscious means, which are still. Uh, very cool, but they don't have the same power as an actual implementation. Implementation is immensely powerful. That's actually putting your foot down and acting out the behavior that you have in your idea. is immensely powerful to uh, communicate that idea. But what you don't see, so all during this all during the story that I just talked to you about you don't see the ground and let's let's say that I'm I and my idea are a tree and I don't understand that and I don't understand that my idea that I send out is roots and that My idea goes out to all of the other trees, and they feel my idea. And some of them are more interested. So there's more uh, interest, there's more enwrapping of my roots and their roots for this particular idea. Because this isn't the only idea that I'm sending out. Let's just talk about this idea, this produce club, this network um, idea my idea goes out to them and they get to the point of activation, they begin being communicated with and they say I want to know more and it is in the communication it is first in the implementation which takes local communication it's all the same because what you're doing is you're communicating an idea locally getting people interested locally, sending your roots out locally, and beginning locally, and then you have a certain, a certain track record, a certain level of experience, where you're naturally able to take it to the next level, take it to, you know, I have enough experience, I can talk to anyone, anywhere, and find them a wholesaler. It might be some distance, but find them a wholesaler and have them interact with the wholesaler and have them have a successful outcome with that wholesaler. Because I've done that. I've, I, have a, I have a demonstration of doing just that. I know it works. I buy from a wholesaler, wholesaler every single week of the year. I can buy from a wholesaler every single day of the year, if I, well, except Sunday, six out of seven. Days of the year, how much? Like it's there. It's convenient. It's not inconvenient. It's, and it saves you an unbelievable amount of money. But it is seeing the idea of landscape for what it is and having faith in yourself the idea that I'm trying to communicate happens to be very appealing. So people are going to echo right back. And say, hey, you can get food for a lot cheaper. I want to know about this. This is something that's very high priority for me. So if you're selling an idea or you want to get, or you want to form a network better to have something that's really appealing to people, bring that network together. The idea that I happen to be selling is, is really appealing. Um, Probably my soul didn't stumble upon that uh, by accident. So what happens? What happens is all of these people who are your customers and who aren't your customers, over a period from the first implementation until now, get a certain confidence level, and then the next domino gets hit. The local network gets formed. And at the same time, because you're competent enough, the larger, call it national network, starts to become formed. Because when I interact with people, I'm not just a salesman I'm not just saying, Oh you're on your own no no i'm i'm i want to know i'm your friend i'm 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 somebody who's interested in you from then on i want to know everything that happens i want to know your local opportunities i want to know who you are i want to know your successes i want to i want to support you i want to continue to interact with you because i don't just i'm this is this is a long this is a long term thing for me Because I think that people who are interested in wholesale produce are also interested in the land. And they're interested in, you know, we're not not interested. Let's Let's be bluntly, cruelly clear. I'm not interested in it for my children. I'm interested in it for the next time I exist here, which will be exactly coincident when I die. I will be born again. So, you don't go anywhere. This is your land. Take care of it, or you're going to be right back in the pardon me shit that you left. Clean it up, or hey, it's yours. So, Life is about understanding structures. But the core of life is having an immense love for your ideas, an immense confidence in your ideas, regardless of what your ideas are, because someone out there is interested in your ideas. Communicating your ideas and implementing your ideas regardless of what they are, regardless of the environment, regardless of how taboo and unpopular what you're saying is, or regardless of how popular what you're saying is. Because there is a rainbow, there is diversity, and you're part of it, and your idea is beautiful, your idea needs to be implemented needs to be communicated. And what I can look at, I can look at my idea and I can say, oh, it struck fertile ground and it's blooming and it's only been this many years. Maybe I will have other parts of the same idea that will not take root as quickly but am I going to be and am I going to back away from them and say, Oh, I'm not confident in those? No, they just have different gestation rates before they're going to before they're going to come above ground. But know that the roots are out there. Know that I'm establishing a network along which I can you know, people know my product now. They know my quality. They know what I'm trying to They have a certain confidence. Now, I'm going to bring you know, other products down that same pipeline and say, hey, are you interested in this idea? This is sort of the end of what I wanted to talk about tonight. And what I want to talk about for the rest of the show is something that Every show is about. Literally, every single show is about this. It is about. It is what an emerging forest is about. It is what gardening is about. It is what diversity is about. It is what fertility is about. Soil fertility, body facility, fertility, leads to mind fertility. They are all the same thing. How you look at the world. And how and and re- reflexively on the downward path. A lack of fertility leads to a lack of fertility in the mind, in the body, in the ground. The first stop. The first stop is saying. Who am I? And what do I believe in? And what do I want for myself? Not for someone else. What do you want for yourself? Are you a depressive character? Are you someone who is self-centered and greedy? And you want it all for yourself. Then you're going to basically have the decreasing amount of fertility and a decreasing amount of opportunity because you don't want, you don't want to help other people um, achieve their dreams. But if you are someone who wants to help other people achieve their dreams, wants to achieve your dreams, pardon me. Pardon me again. Then you're someone who is interested in improving the fertility of your garden. And as scary it may seem, a garden cannot be improved with government. It just can't. Government I wants to regulate. But you can't be regulated. Psychology cannot be regulated. Anarchy, I mean, I, I don't know exactly how to put this, but a regulated lion is a lion in a zoo. Regulated nature is nature in a box. It doesn't work. It can't work. People exploring their psychology are people who need access to all of the different actions that are possible. The world can't have that because they have to have weak people so they can rule them. And an emerging forest is about. That's what improving fertility is all about. I would like you to look at what I've talked about tonight. I would like you to be entertained by the events of my life. But like, moreover, I would like you to look at the structure of implementation of ideas and the patience that they require understand that you need to be doing that with your heart's passion. You need to get out there and get your heart's passion out there however you need to get it out there so that you can have actions with regard to your, health, your heart's idea, not ideas. Not, I'm never going to speak about this. I hope somebody out there gets it. No, you need to act put out there. You need to have product out there. You can begin sentencing the next level roots out there, the roots of reality out there so that others can see your ideas, gel with your ideas, and begin the process of having landscape shifts because your ideas are out there. Because if your ideas are not out there, you will not get results. And this is where things get scary because in order to make a change, you have to step out that's terrifying. Where you are going to put your foot is where it has to go. It doesn't go tomorrow. It has to go 10 years from now. It doesn't go in this lifetime. It's the next step that your foot has to take. So, if you really think that change is going to be that bad, here's what I want you to do. I want you to say, okay, This is absolutely the next thing that I have to do. And it doesn't matter what the consequences are. Just assume the worst. The worst possible thing is absolutely going to positively happen. But what happens if you don't implement it in this life? You're going to die. You're going to get born again. And, what's the thing, you know, and then you're going to get educated and realize what your next step is 35, 40 years into your next life. There it's going to be. You have to put your foot down to make the action. It is the next thing you have to do. You do have to realize your passion. No avoiding it. Thank you for listening tonight. I hope you enjoyed my story. I hope you enjoyed listening to things that have happened to me because they're all positive. But I hope you also can look in the mirror and say, you know, time. See you next week. Goodbye.